listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Morning. Mm. Hi, Frank. Morning, um, Peter. Morning, Morning. Richard. I've got a slight problem this morning. My hair's too silky for my headphones. <laughs> Is it? Isn't that a right said Fred song? <laughs> <laughs> well, he was too sexy for all sorts of things. How, how have you made Entire it? countries. How have you made it so uh, silky? Oh, this sounds like an infomercial. Yeah. I don't know. You're not going to tell I use, when a, the voice, I use a bamboo shampoo. Shouldn't the voice be dubbed on? I should, I should go, hi, how did you make your hair so silky? Yeah. You think that, is, that, is that bloke saying that? Slightly <laughs> out of sync with his own mouth. And I'll speak in a very high-pitched voice. I use bamboo shampoo. <laughs> is that what, he, uh, what I did it, bamboo? Yeah, it's got a bamboo. There's a lot of adverts for bamboo yeah. on it. I yeah, love the socks. You love the hairspray. Yeah. yeah. What's and your I bamboo? Love, I love the old um, World War II torture. <laughs> Um, with bamboo. We've all got different... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's so versatile. I'm going to sit with the socks. Yeah. I'm good with the conditioner, thanks, Al. <laughs> yeah, I take it. It's all that dirt from under the fingernails, now the bamboo torture. Anyway. <laughs> early okay. for the torture jokes. Let me, tell, let me tell you. Uh, never, never, too, never too early for a torture <laughs> joke. Forgive me, by the way, my uh, voice is a, li- is a little bit um, film advert. Yeah. This morning. It's a uh, bit um the most talked about film exactly. of the year. Arnold Schwarzenegger. From the Midlands. <laughs> <laughs> the most talked about film from the Midlands of the year. He could get work as that man, whoever that man is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Couldn't you, Frank? The, the things I remember from... Uh, when I think of Midlands film, I just think of going to the cinema when I was a kid. <laughs> and there was an advert. You used to get this... That's, you know, the, you know when sitar begins. It sounds like someone's dropped it down the stairs. Yeah. You're right, Ravi. And then it's a picture of a couple enjoying um, Indian food in an Indian restaurant. Oh yeah. And a voice would say, "You don't have to go all the way to India for Indian food." <laughs> well, sure, as nobody thinks that is that in Birmingham. Is there anyone in Birmingham who thinks, "Oh, really?" <laughs> in that case, I might try it. I always remember a... And then you'd get a voice at the end, like someone <laughs> shouting from a passing bus, only 30 yards from this cinema. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, I was listening to on the, on the car, in the car, not on the car, I didn't come in uh, next to a big toffee on the top of a car. Dancing on the roof, like uh, over-exuberant <clears throat> England celebrators. Yeah, or um, in fame. Remember they all dance on oh, the car? Oh, I thing? loved that. Fr- See, that's good car roof dancing. <laughs> They yeah, you wouldn't want it on your car roof, though, am I right? Uh, no, 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 no. That sound really. when it goes in. <laughs> I wouldn't like that. Yeah. Awful. Okay, anyway. So this, the, the driver had Smooth FM on, oh. and the guy played um, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. Oh, yeah. He said, uh, Kiki D there with uh, the star of the uh, John Lewis Christmas <laughs> ad. And he said, this is, he said, a um, lot of uh, Christmas ads on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, have to admit, it's making me feel quite Christmassy. <laughs> then he went into the next song. Yeah. That's a link. That's a link. Yeah, yeah. I mean, get what? a robot. <laughs> get a robot. You're wasting money if that's a link. Get a robot. Where were your mentions of torture? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. The guy. Not a, no torture <laughs> references. <laughs> I mean, what's going on? Get a robot, smooth. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute.
We've heard uh, from the outside world, Frank. Mm. This is Glenn from Kinver. Oh, Kinver, yeah, I know. Oh, is, that, is that Scotland? No, no, no. Oh. Kinver is um, it's sort of South West Midlands, sort of that sort of Malvern-y type of. Oh, yeah, so not far. Um, Kinver good... Edge. I remember it used oh, to be a it? nice bit. Go on. Good morning, team. Whatever happened to? We're going straight into a whatever happened to, okay. Frank. Peach Melba. Peach Melba. Actually, I don't know if I've ever had. What it. is? Glenn from Kimber continues. What is Peach Melba? I remember hearing about it a lot as a child in the eighties, but I never actually encountered it. Well, I, it's named after Dame Nellie Melba. Correct. Isn't it? Is I don't it? know if she was either soprano. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. info. Mm. Um, but. So I think it's peach and ice cream based, but I never, we never had stuff like that. We never had dessert at our house, ever. Didn't you? Never. If we went to Auntie Doreen's, so we, had, pudding, uh, actually, we had Smarties in custard. <laughs> oh, that's so that's adorable. Right. That sounds Do you know, that's, a, that's actually quite trendy in East London. There's probably a Is cafe it? with that. Well, if you, if you push them across the skin of the custard, you used to get those, like, um, fireworks. You used to leave, like, a trail of collar oh, behind... Nice. So I what I didn't peach... like about Auntie Doreen's house is you had to ask permission to leave the table. Oh, oh really? There's none of that in our house. Did, so, well, she's quite I'd, formal, Auntie Doreen. Yeah, so sometimes I'd sit there for ages, wanting to get away from the table, but I just not able to sum up the courage to say, <laughs> "Please, you have to say, please, may I leave the table for goodness' sake." Oh, I hate manners. <laughs> <laughs> um, peach Melba, Frank. I love them. <laughs> yeah. As I recall, came in a little sort of stainless steel, a bit like where doctors keep the instruments. Really? Do you remember? You know these little stainless steel sort of kidney-shaped dishes. Sometimes you'd have desserts in the seventies. Oh, really? Producers nodding. Oh. Uh, and it was one scoop of ice cream, one half peach. Oh well, there you go. I think I summed it up. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, yeah. It was... yeah. So it's basically peaches and ice cream. A peach, a ice cream. Well, I wonder what oh. Dame. I wonder what Dame. I mean, no plurals there. So it's like, it's like the thing I said, but less good. Yeah, <laughs> less of it and yeah. less good. So but they were at the, the, the they were at the canteen at the Royal Opera House one one night, yeah. and Dame Nelly went in and said, "I tell you what, I have a bit of ice cream. Can you give me one? I have a peach with it." And everyone said, oh, we'll was call she that from a, we'll call that a peach. I believe she was. Oh. <laughs> we'll call that a peach, Melba. <laughs> God, naming things is pointless, isn't it? When if you think about it, just call it a peach and ice cream. Especially if it, if that's it, that's rubbish. Whatever happened to Paul Melba? Remember him? No. Paul he Melba. Was a, he was when I was a kid. He was the sort of John Colshaw of his uh, generation. Don't know him. You see, Frank, if you could have food named after you, I mean, the eggs Benedict, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, what would you choose? I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot here, but... I think the banana. Banana skinner sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what banana you'd do. Skinner. But what would you do with the banana to give it that particular thing? Oh, oh, a few ideas. You could slice it and put a sausage in it. Oh, that's what I mean, it's begging for it, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. It's got to be something long and... <laughs> Banana Skinner. Banana Skinner. The names. I've got the name. I haven't just haven't quite got the concept. Do you know there'll yeah. be there'll be menus in the Hells Owen area, not Hells Owen. Is that Adrian Charles? Is that where he's from, or is that where you're from? No, that's where I used to teach. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Oh, so Can many... you believe that? Yeah. Like I ever stopped. <laughs> <laughs> this 
Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I went to... Uh, Where'd you go? I went to um, the Empire Stadium Wembley. Is it still called that? Is that what it's called? It used to be called the Empire Stadium Wembley. People don't talk about Empire much now. <laughs> um, You're Empire mad. you Empire State Building you went to. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if anyone, uh, 8, 12, 15, if any of our readers know, is it still called officially the Empire Stadium Wembley? It certainly was. <laughs> so I went there. I took my uh, six-year-old son, Boz, to his first ever England game. Mm. Which is a moment. England. So oh. uh, exactly. So I went to the. Uh, He's a big fan of. He likes England. Oh god, he, he loves. Yeah. One, you know, a World Cup. He's got yeah. that sticker he, book. He loved the old World Cup. So um, has he filled the sticker book? Yeah. You know what he has. What. Yes. It's the first. Can I say I made some fabulous contributions to you that? Did, yeah. You did, yeah. You did respect to Monday. Yeah, you get an honourable mention in the well, inside, inside sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> has he filled it? Has he? He has actually. Oh. I mean, I've never seen a full <laughs> Panini stickers album before. And I collected them as a as a youth. Yeah. Yeah. But a, a full one is a sight to see. Yeah. That's great. But then you start getting picky and think, well, he didn't. He wasn't even in the squad. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so I went to the merch store. I thought I'd get him an England scarf. Uh-huh. Lovely. And the bloke said, uh, uh, "We don't. We don't have any England. We got. We've only got half and half." Oh no. Oh no. So well, I can't bear, bear. Half England, half Croatia. And I thought, like, half, half and half. I, I thought at first I thought he said half the Scargill. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, what do I want? You know, he's six. He doesn't even remember the minor strike. No. No. What do I want a scarf with that on for? I um, quite like that. I think it would be quite oh, cool. Oh, I thought I could get one. No, yeah. Well, I'd have one. <laughs> and have... Um, Christmas what was is blo- coming. Was he called Robinson, the bloke who led the... Uh... Uh, yes, I'll remember his name. Tony Robinson, time team. There was an Eric knocking worry, about. Well, I was worried there where that was going. I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was, well, there, there yes. was like an American guy they brought in to fight the unions. You have him on the other yes. side of the scarf in a yeah. half and half. I mean, it's, it's, it's limitless what you could do with a half and half. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could have, um, they ought to make them for divorce trials with the wife <laughs> on nice. one side and the husband on the other. Do you know what? That I'd love a really nice. um, skin of a deal. Badil Skinner, however half you said. Half. I'd love yeah. a half and half. I might even do a, a triumvirate with some lightning seeds in there. Well, I don't Could you do Three a, tri- parts? a triumvirate scarf? Well, you could do them on the tassels. When they had, um, when they had the, uh, the um, coalition government, mm. I wonder if they had half and half <laughs> rosettes. Because oh, yeah. they love a rosé. Politicians are the only human beings that still wear rosettes. All the rest are like pigs and horses and That's things. That's right. Pigs, yeah, it's only other horses, pigs. dogs, politicians. Those are the rosettes. Yeah. Uh, well very, very So you thing. didn't get bars the half and half? You know what I did? Oh, did you? I did because I thought, A, it's a lovely symbol of... Um, Calm objectivity, and also to got the date of the match on. Oh, I nice. thought quite nice to have. Also, lovely if um, Uncle Adrian Charles comes round and oh. you haven't got a Christmas <coughs> present. Got the run upstairs, wrap that up. Perfect, Frank. Exactly, but um, and also drafts. You could play on it. Yeah, you can play yeah. on <laughs> Croatian. No, no disrespect to the Croatian flag, obviously. Yeah, well, I'd I'd say, out of everything you say, I'd you got to stick an, an apology on the end of it. 
You're giving them extra, extra respect. Yeah, extra, yeah. Exactly, extra respect. Shut up about it. <laughs> if a chef forgets his trousers, but you, you what, could yeah. bring that in as a nod to the that's, chef's that'd garb. Be good. That'd be good. Sorry, Frank, you are going to say? If I was at a, a Grand Prix... <laughs> yeah. And come to the last lap, and the bloke said, "Hold on a minute, where's me? Oh no, left left me left me flagging me other trousers." Then I'm there with the scarf. It's got more functions than a Swiss Army knife. It is. It I is. wanted to set up um, a, very quickly at no notice a New York comedy club, and I needed a tablecloth. Oh yeah. Okay. Very, Put a little candle good. on it. Very good. <laughs> very good. Well, it's um, so it's, it's lot. Fire hazards, but I'm, I'm calling it. Well. Um, not so much half and half. I'm calling it loyalty fluid. Oh yeah, yeah. Loyalty fluid, Scott. But I tell you what, the bloke said to me at the stall. He said, "To be honest, mate, he said we don't we don't sell many scarves of any kind now." He said it's uh-huh. dying out a bit. The football scarf. Is it? I thought, well, that's one aspect of global warming yeah. that hasn't been discussed. Yeah, people <laughs> buy the shirt and stuff, but they don't. The football scarf, not such a. You know what? I think, I think this might be the first breaking news that we've done for a while. We've done a lot of whatever happened to, but this is breaking news. But what about? Hey, we did said... when Arch disappeared. Oh yeah. Let's bring breaking news into the show. <laughs> get a bit more modern. Still, I, I can't. I mean, you still see that thing when the whole crowd raise their scarves. Yeah. Can't do that with a replica shoe. I think people are much more into the designer wear now, and it's uh, it's logo mania. This is what's happened. You see, they want the logos, don't they? Later, a few. (laughs) (laughs) The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. So, um, it wasn't a bad beginning to watching England. So, England, I, I thought played really well, and. When a goal down, equalised, 12 minutes to go, and then his favourite player, Harry Kane, got the winner. You know he follows the black chicken. He loves my son. Oh, he loves the black chicken. In case you don't know, that's how my child refers to the Tottenham badge. Yeah. Um, But then, to top it all, at the end, they put put on three lions full blast. Oh. And uh, I thought it's not bad, is it? Your favourite player gets the winning goal and they play your dad's song. <laughs> and he, I was watching him. <laughs> he was just standing there waving this England flag as the whole of Wembley was doing the three lions thing. And I thought, this has got to be one of the happiest moments of my entire oh. life. Oh, it, was, nice. it was just brilliant. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Then, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but I am, um, I'm an avid reader. I've got to be because these, there are two magazines, music magazines I read, and I'll be, I'm going to be upfront about this. They are produced by the same people that own Absolute Radio. Yeah. So you know. I think that's very I, noble of you. Exactly. I don't want anyone. But very I do. Very noble of you. But I do <laughs> love them. So it's it's Q Magazine and Mojo. Yeah. And I read them every month, and it's if you like music. You like them. Um, But this month, uh, Q, probably last month now, had an article called The 50 Worst Decisions in Modern Music. Oh, I like the sound of that article. Yeah, well, I mean, you see that on the cover, you think, wow, I want to read that. It's a bit negative. It's everything I want. Yeah. (laughs) So number 10 in the top 50 was... Um, the operatic version of Three Lions. <laughs> oh, I don't know if no. you remember that. Trevor Horn produced it. 
<clears throat> and I was excited to work with Trevor Horn because, of course, he um, produced the tattoo. Um, Did he? Songs. Yeah. Oh, yes, you were a big fan of their work. All the things she said, all the things she said. I mean, I say their head, work. Running through my head, running through my head. No, it was, I did, I okay, liked their okay. work. They did, they did okay. a great version well, of that. No tattoo. one's on trial oh, yeah. here yet. Yeah. I thought you meant the Edinburgh tattoo. I was thinking, what <laughs> oh, no. songs are in that? That's just a few cannons, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I imagine it's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's number 10 in the top 50 worst decisions <laughs> of all time. I mean, it's only one behind Michael Jackson agreeing to do the Martin Bashir interview. <laughs> yeah. Which you'd think was a fairly bad decision. And Did well, you and David can I ask a question, please? Can I say it's oh, it's ahead? Oh, it's yeah. ahead in the top ten of Simon Kell turning down the Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah, that seems a that's so bad a decision. Did you and David have to go into the studio and re-record it with we a slightly did. operatic? Well, we, no, we, did, we didn't meet the. Um, no, no, we didn't do the operatic tombra. Can you okay. imagine that? Yes, I can actually. Yeah, well, I'd like um, to have a day. So you doing didn't. That. Okay. So I don't. I mean, I don't see it as. You being solely responsible for that. Well, well, no, I, 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 but also I, I think most people just didn't know it happened. <laughs> I, I didn't. Whereas the Martin Bashir interview, <laughs> I knew did about get, that. it got a bit of publicity. <clears throat> Quite a bit, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you think was um, Q Magazine's worst oh. decision? Is it someone not signing the Beatles? I'll give you a oh. clue. It's to do with reality television. Oh. Specifically, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. That's a strange number one. Worst, worst decisions in modern music, remember. Peter Andre going into the jungle. Well, ooh. Uh? No, it's someone who went in cool. Oh, David Van Day, he went in very cool. No, I don't think okay. he did. Okay. No, it was, it was Preston. Do you remember? <gasps> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went in cool. What was his band called? Um, I want to say Sleaf, He didn't go Sleaf to the jungle, though. He went into... Is it Sleaf and Mods? No, he, ordinary boys. Ordinary, ordinary boys. boys. Thought they're all they're all sort of sleep and mods. He didn't do the jungle. No, he went into Big Brother. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. But okay. he did. He, he, me. he married Chantel Houghton. That's yes. right. I, mean, I don't he, think it worked out though. No, I might be wrong. Apparently, she's very nice, but um, she's not very sleep and mods. No, he, <laughs> neither is he. <laughs> he is. He was related to Earl Grey. Madness. That's my favourite fact about. He was related to Earl Grey. Yes. Is that right? Yes. You know, I met him and he did smell a bit of bergamot. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, um, I went down to uh, Birmingham this oh, week. Yeah. Up. Okay. I went up. Your old me. stomping ground. My old stomping ground. So I probably it. did do a bit of stomping at slide gigs. Yeah. Oh, in those platform boots? Yeah. With so, your full-length leather? Um, I don't think I ever had those. Okay. I, did, I, I definitely had platform boots. No, I, um, <clears throat> I won a medal this week. Which was congratulations. Um, thanks very much. I don't win many medals. Yeah, you know, no. I've got the odd statuette, but medals are still thin on the ground. It's for valor, isn't it? You um, you did that um, uh, what was it? Citizens' arrest on that. <laughs> I'm a have a go hero. Yeah, yeah, that mugger. He's very have a go hero. Yeah, did the full arm up the back, didn't you? 
And both both arms up the back. Nice. It was lovely. I took him in like a like an oven ready turkey. <laughs> no, it was. I'll tell you what it said. It was outstanding contribution to television. Oh, excellent. lovely! Just got that in time. Isn't that nice, man? Um, Who yeah. else got one? Or was it just you? No, just me. Got the medal. It was, like, it was like an award ceremony. Well, it was an award ceremony. So it was people winning, you know, best act. But it all had to be Midlands mm. based. It was Royal Television Society open brackets Midlands close oh, brackets. Right. Lovely. Did they have it in a nice hotel somewhere? They had it at the town hall. For goodness' sake, very seventies. Yeah, nice. <laughs> A so, town um, hall event. So they gave out all these awards to to put out to people, and um, so it's like shows that are made in the Midlands was the yeah. was the the crux of it. Did you take a plus one? I took our Keith. Oh, lovely! Who um, did he enjoy it? He did. He didn't like that. There was a bit of walking from hotel <laughs> to town hall, and then up some stairs. Oh, yeah. right. And he said. Um, he said, you told me it was a posh do. He said, I didn't know it was going to be a ramblers club. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But um, That was even before the speeches. Yeah. Okay? I bet yeah. there was some rambling during them. Oh, <laughs> not from yourself. <laughs> but, um, I'm glad you got that in. Yeah. It's a bit mysterious. sensitive about his little town hall thing. Yeah. Well, I had a call. Did I tell you this? I said, can, can you ask your brother if he's got any dietary requirements? <laughs> I said, I can. But it's like, I'll, all I'll get back is a joke about beer. Yeah. Um, but he hadn't got any dietary requirements, funnily no, enough. No, funnily enough, he's, I don't think he's gluten-free at the moment, Keith, is he? <laughs> and if they've, they've reached medic dietary requirements. <laughs> I don't I think it's a bit of a, you know, it's a bit of a London thing. Right. Yeah. I could be wrong. But, um, no, he had a great tea. Also, I said to him, look, I'll be honest with you, I've just found out it's a black tie event. Oh, did he put the black tie on? I said, on? but if you, um, you know, have a look in the charity shops, I've always got them. He said, I've got one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hoity tighty. Yeah, throw shade at my keys. <laughs> yeah. Did he? And did he put his uh, dicky oh, bow on? He, he looked great. Yeah. So, um, and so he, anyway. he bought his, unlike you. Well, I don't know where he got it from. <laughs> I could smell death on it. <laughs> there are many people who, um, unless, you know, unless you're part of the sort of intelligentsia, you know, I think most people's um, tuxedos have had at least one dead man in them. Right. Really? When you say, yeah, I don't think... I don't think that's true. Apologies, but I think these days they get them at Top Man and oh, things. Oh, you can get them in supermarkets yeah. now. But what's the point of splashing out on a suit that you're only going to wear once, you know, a year, if that? I think... Um, get a dead man suit. Agree. Yeah, that's nice. For your wedding, anyone listening, get a dead man oh, suit. Yeah, you wouldn't wear a black tie black for you. No. Well, yeah, a lot of people do black tie for weddings. Do they? Yes, it's the Americanism is taking over, Frank. That's ridiculous. I yeah. don't. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you what I noticed. Is when, it was one of these things when I went up, because it's like a sort of a... I mean, it's called the the Baird Medal. There's a picture of John Logie Baird on it. Oh, that's nice. Who invented... Oh. I mean, it's a bit route one for a television symbol. JLB. I worked with him, of course, in the early days. <laughs> you did. Uh, yeah. You never... Um, yeah, yeah, they were over at Ali Pally together years ago. And the Ali Pally... Al, Al, Al says, you never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. It was a joke. <laughs> Um, did I work with John Logie there? <laughs> that, it's gone. That's too much. <laughs> the Frank Skinner.
Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. About an hour ago, we were discussing uh, a food named after you, weren't we? Yes. Banana Skinner. Banana Skinner. Well, <laughs> well, we were talking about the peach melba. That's there's right. There's a few of these. There's, um, there's another one that's... Um, like Eggs Benedict, the Arnold... What's the Arnold? Yeah, the Arnold Palmer. That's Arnold, that's the Arnold, drink, Arnold Benny omelette. Omelet. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, well, 026 has texted, Hi Frank, sausage and fruit, Frankfurters in Banana Skinners. See what they've done there. Yes. <laughs> Frank, yeah. They've, I mean, they've got all the ingredients. Yeah. It's yeah. just telling you. <laughs> yeah. And Ashley well, Roberts. I can't work out why it's not a joke. But well, it's good. But it's got all the Which would be a great uh, book title. Yeah. Like um, Ashley Roberts, just FYI, has two full football sticker albums from 1980 and 81. Okay. Well, well done, Ashley. But I want to know <laughs> uh, did Ashley just collect them like that? Or did, um, could be an Eora she, couldn't it? Or yeah, did Ashley, exactly. or did Ashley have to, in the end, resort to what I resorted to? Go, you know, but go on the internet, do all that. I found a man. Oh. Was that what you did? Yes, I found a man online. He helped me out. What that had specific Let's stickers? Just on a, leave just it on there. a street corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two phones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To avert. Yeah. I did t- when I went up to get my medal. Oh, yeah. um, there we go. The, um, my bad medal. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> very quite good. good, I think. Very very lovely. Good. <laughs> uh, I. Um, Where was Keith sat for this? Was it like a sort of wedding set up? Well, we're on a table, so he was, oh, next, on the he table. was next to me. I was in between. Adrian Charles presented. Oh. The, Keep it my, in the family. My, oh, okay. Not uh, my whole award. Thing. No, no. That he always likes to be present at those things. Mm. Remember when you got the um, the star on the Walk of Fame? He came to that one. Ah, yes. He wanted to get the walk of fame himself. It's very good, and he inducted into the uh, radio thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> inducted. Remember that? <laughs> inducted. Well, I got inducted. He did. It's the word, isn't it? He, he is this inducted. Yeah. ridiculous. How dare you? That's <laughs> outrageous. I was inducted anyway. <laughs> yeah, so Adrian presented it. Yeah, so when I went up, it was one of those, I hadn't really anticipated this, but it went a bit Vanessa Redgrave. So when I went up, the, everyone stood up for a standing Did ovation they? in the whole place. That's nice, Frank. It's quite, you know, it's, it's lovely. <clears throat> and then... And then I talked for about whatever it was, ten minutes or so. Did you write a speech or off the cuff? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> nevertheless, did yeah. you write a speech or off the cuff? No, I gave it a few thoughts, but there was okay. some off the cuffness based Lovely. on things that had happened that evening. Yeah. But then, um, like I pointed out, that you can spend—I've spent thirty years writing jokes—but the funniest thing, the biggest laugh of the whole night was a sort of 30-second clip of two dogs um, walking over piles of steaming excrement. <laughs> <laughs> it's properly funny. But anyway, that's what they want. Yeah. But when I went... So when I came off at the end, um, somebody said, um, so please be upstanding for Frank Skinner, and then they stood up again. So, But they weren't going to stand... They didn't stand spontaneously. So... <coughs> However much they loved me before the speech, 
They love me a bit less after. <laughs> I understand. Not quite enough to start. This is one of the things that's always puzzled me at West Brom is that sometimes they get booed off at half-time but then cheered back on. <laughs> <laughs> I think, what is half-time someone thought, you know what, let's try and be a bit more open-minded about yeah. this. Yeah. Anyway, it's a very, very nice evening and... Uh, you know, I got it. I'm, I medalled, as they say, in the Olympics. Well, I'm very proud of you. Very well deserved. And not many uh, middle-aged men on radio will own up to that nowadays. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> that I medalled. Yes. <laughs> no, it was great. It was a great night out. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Um, can I ask you a question? Sure, sure. This was based on my time in Birmingham this week. Sure. When did the German fair become a thing in England? The Christmas market, essentially. It's a real puzzle, isn't it? The German market thing. When did... Well, we did... Didn't we say on the show, I think we talked once about things that people pretended to like and didn't like, and I did cite the Christmas market as one of them. Did you? Yeah, because I don't... Great point. I don't get the Christmas market, Frank. No, but... (laughs) <laughs> That's crisp you're eating, darling. on the radio. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, everyone. Dentures advert. I, I forgot. Honestly, it was like a dentures advert it on radio. It's horrible when you forget, though. It's I just in. forget. Once it's so, in, you, you can't show take how, a, This show is, is so, on, so unlike work. <laughs> <laughs> Nicest thing you've ever said. Um, yeah. yeah, but the, I, I, I like the German market. I like, I, often I'm out, I think, oh, God, where can I get a Pinocchio? Yeah. <laughs> no, but you get you can get, like, big hot dog, you know, Frankfurters and stuff like that. So you don't need a market. Frank But where did they... I, I, when I was on tour about, like, a couple or whatever it was, years ago, mm. I was on tour around the Christmas period, and every, every major town and city we yeah. went to had... And they're the same, so someone's got a brilliant... Franchise, yeah, like a mm. fold-out German market kit. Yeah, but where did it? When did it? Eight, twelve, fifteen. Yeah, where did it all yeah. come from? The German Why? market, and do they have them in Germany? No, I think they've got like the Birmingham market. markets. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still recovering from the old Oktoberfest. Are they? Mm. Mm. Um, here's a question. I, I don't. I haven't yet watched any of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. I'm enjoying enjoying the yet. Yes. (laughs) Well, the thing is, I'm about to start because I'm I'm led to believe from a perusal of the tabloids that Noel Edmonds is going to join it. So he's not on it yet? He is in it. He's in it now. Oh, he's in it, my friend. Oh, I thought he was only about to join. No, he arrived uh, a couple of days ago. Parachute? Did he really? No, well, he's a helicopter pilot. He's a helicopter pilot. Oh, I'd forgotten that. He didn't that. risk it in the jungle. I mean, you know what should have done him? Just I don't think they tied him to a Mr. Blobby parachute and had him float down in. I was at a he, pub once in. Uh, big one. Me and Kath was on a, was <laughs> at a walking holiday. <laughs> and a bloke landed in the grounds of this country pub in a helicopter. <laughs> and um, it's one of these blokes with a very tanned and with a with a an attractive <laughs> woman and he he dyed his hair and all that. Well, sounds lovely. <laughs> but the what he landed it was quite a narrow little there was bits great big bits of twig flying across. <laughs> 
Yeah. Big chunks of wood flying about. Where, he, where the, the, the what, what do you call them? Propeller. The propeller things. Mm. Were catching the trees on the way. Those really seemed quite scary and yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Not so much to him, but the people yeah. sitting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You so, probably didn't have your wood chipping hey. goggles on, did you? I didn't. No. <laughs> so no. Noel Edmonds, he's been there a few days, but he entered as a Roman emperor figure. Did he? And what was interesting was that it was almost like he... I felt he From was From zero casting... to Nero. Is <laughs> that the headline? <laughs> no, but that should, that's lovely work, Frank. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm really... I want to let that settle, oh, yeah, I'm really just, proud of no, that. No, really. He, what he did was he cast himself... In a very, which is a very Edmunds thing to do, I think, as the sort of third presenter. Did he? Do you know what I mean? I could tell he thought, well, this is a bit lowly for me. I'm not going to be one of these ones. I'm a bit different. So he was the he was the emperor, sort of dispensing justice, and he gets his own quarters. He's sharing a room with Harry Redknapp. Well, that's hardly your own quarters. <laughs> he's no. had to choose a special assistant, and he's chosen Harry. Great okay. chose Harry. Oh, Harry's the star, breakout star of the show. I mean, come on. He's I amazing. can imagine that, but I could also imagine him and Noel um, not seeing eye to eye, like the you know. No, the only tension so far has been John Barrowman and Noel. Oh, has oh, really? Yes. But I, I, I'm afraid I will always <laughs> side with Barrowman. Will you? Well, oh, Frank, he's already said to the lady from the chase. He he got a bit tearful and he said because she was having a tough time and he said oh I'll be I think he said I'll be your captain Jack what he said to the Duchess <laughs> he said I'll be your captain Jack oh lovely yeah. he's brilliant I love John Barrowman and then he said right. who's your favourite Doctor Who and she said well I've always had a soft spot for David Tennant and he welled up and they high fived oh, <laughs> oh I'd like to I must tune in yeah I think I might start watching now <laughs> he's uh, he's brilliant I mean yeah. I'd, I'd like him and uh, Noel to have a hand-to-hand combat thing. Yeah. Where I could, imagine the pleasure of seeing John Barrowman absolutely <laughs> physically hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that thing, you know, when you get him in an arm lock and punch him in the face. Do that Do over and over till yeah. Noel's is all matted, blood in his beat. Anyway, we shouldn't be talking like that. Can I say, if there's any children listening... Violence is a terrible, yeah. terrible thing in almost every context. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, what I'm loving about the jungle this time around mm-hmm. is that they put in this guy from Hollyoaks, Malik, I think it is, and a man from the Vamps to appeal to, you know, as. As eye candy, if I'm honest, okay. you know, to appeal oh, to the young ladies. But no, no, the breakout hotties are Nick Knowles, Harry Redknapp, and a little bit Noel Edmonds as well. I'm going to really? go. Really? Yes. Right. Yes, the middle-aged men. This is their Martin McCutcheon moment. They are the stars. Well, um, he Noel is a bloke who. It's barely changed since about 19... <laughs> I mean, I can't yeah. think of a celebrity off the top of my head who looks... In, you know, he, is, he provides continuity in an ever-changing world, <laughs> yeah. Noel Edmonds. He has barely changed at all. <laughs> and I, I don't know if he's got a very, very ugly portrait in his attic, but mm-hmm. I always think with those blokes well, it, that it is fear of not being recognised. Right. 
So that's why they keep exactly the same look. If he got rid of his beard, like yeah, yeah. Tell me, time I was in a David Baddiel wrote a, a short film about an incident, partly about an incident that had happened with me and him. So he said, "Well, you come and play yourself, but you need to play yourself in 1996 or whatever it was." So I put on some clothes from that era. Mm. And um, I combed my hair pretty, pretty much like it was then. And I, I lived quite near then to London studio, so I walked along the river to the studios on the way in. And I've never had so many people recognise me. Because <laughs> that's how they... That's, you know, I'm still right. that bloke from fantasy football to most people. Right, yeah. Yes. So if I'd have kept that exact look, I could, you know, I could still be... You could have you could have lots more people taking selfies. So that's, you were, that's that's what it is. That, you that's could have why lots more chats about football <laughs> than <Yeah>. you currently <laughs> do. <laughs> that's <laughs> why Willie Thorne, the snooker player, has yeah. kept the moustache and dyes it black. So people think, oh look, there's Willie Thorne. Yeah. Well, the good thing about Noel is he's near, is he nearly what seventy? Is the good thing and about is Noel? I'll tell no. you exactly, Alan Cochran. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't His hair is still <laughs> lovely and blonde. Even though he's 70, it's beautiful blonde yeah, colour, Frank. Sun in, I think. You think? If you put sun in before you have like a month in Australia, <laughs> it's going to really gonna I come up. He still talks yeah. about sun in. It's going to come up. Taking off the three. mark. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's, a, he's one of those blokes, Noel, who. Um, there are three ways to do well in telly. You can be funny, mm. interesting. Let's write this down. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I've got my notepad. Here's the three categories you oh, can yeah, be to do wealth. Funny. No, I haven't got that. Okay. Number one, funny. Number yeah. two, interesting. Mm. Number mm. three, lucky. Right. Okay. <laughs> lucky, and your leader. The, another word for lucky is a broadcaster. If you're ever described, <laughs> yeah, as a broadcaster. If you're ever described as a broadcaster, that that's means... how I describe myself. I think I, I'm happy to go with the lucky. I think lucky's yeah. good. No, no, but you're a quotable person. Quotability oh. is the test. Oh, OK. How many, Thanks. any Noel Edmonds one-liners can you come up with? None. But oh. I do have some challenges on things Noel has said, so... But, Frank, he's getting we'll a cool 600k. No, respect. I believe the tabloids. Oh, That's yeah. a lot of Cuban heel boots. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but, you know, my view, get a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolutely. So you said that um, number two on your list for success in television is to be interesting. Well, that's yeah. possible. They can do, you can so do it with it's that. It's an ingredient. Yeah. I, I think Noel Edmonds is interesting, but he's but really... Off stage, in, though, really. Yeah, I think he's in danger of, of, of not... Not being as interesting as he really is in some of these no, interviews that he's done. I wish he was weirder on telly like he is off. That would be more interesting. He said that he's prepared what? to retire from television if he wins. And he said um, uh, that the, the British public might have had enough. And he said something like that um, he's like Marmite. And I thought, oh, that's a bit uninteresting, isn't it? Comparing yourself to Marmite because people like to from a distance. He looks like what? excrement. <laughs> <laughs> And he's got a chromium yellow top. Yeah. <laughs> he said, I'll tell you exactly what he said, Hal. I've had a fantastic relationship with the British public. I may be Marmite. So have I, one at a time. <laughs> <laughs> I may be Marmite, 
But there's a hell of a lot of people that seem to like Noel's version of Marmite. Alan likes it when Noel talks about himself in the third person. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, great third person work there. I don't know if there's a hell of a lot, but I always... Very 70s TV presenter, hell of a lot as well. I, I don't... Are people... I see. I think we'd know that people. I don't think people mind him being on telly. I don't know if feel strongly about it like that. I don't mind him being on. I don't. I mean, he's more Nesquik than Marmite. But when he you says know, he was a bit <laughs> massive in the seventies, but I don't mind the fact you can still get it. So straight after the cliche of d- comparing himself to Marmite in a love or hate way, he then goes, 50 years is long enough." Um, the British public might have had enough. I mean, we've got enough problems with Brexit. And I was like, oh, God, that's another... He's two in a row. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot I will of... forgive him if he's just really wants to talk about Brexit. If he spends the whole time in the jungle just oh, discussing no, Brexit. I don't think he'll <laughs> win it there. How is he yeah. in the locusts? Never mind that. I really want to know what Claude Juncker has said to Theresa May. But he does. It's interesting because when he was saying that thing about if I win the crown, I'll quit TV for good. I mean, are you on TV? Uh, well, I, I mean, you're not on. You can't. It's like <laughs> Pete Best saying, "I'm leaving the Beatles." You or know. or uh, Andrew Cole retiring from yeah, international football. That decision is somewhat out of your hands. But also, it won't pass. If he gets a phone, call, if he wins it and gets a phone call the following week saying, "We want you to host this game show." Mm-hmm. You think he's going to say no because he's done a deal <laughs> with the promise. British public? <laughs> no deal, that's what that'll be. Oh, oh. lovely. Oh, yeah. But if someone lovely. says I'm like Marmite, they suggest that some people really <laughs> love them. And I don't know if that's... Who have you heard anyone say, I tell you who I love? <laughs> that Noel <laughs> Edmonds. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that. This is going to be the Jonathan Ross story. No, no, this is... um, He was one of my first crushes when I was a child. Was he really? I really was quite obsessed by him. And he was on a show called Saturday Swap Shop, which you'll be familiar with. Oh, yeah. Uh, You will be... And I just used to look at the telly and I thought, if I just had a man like that... It was, a, it, was a, okay. it was a swingers show, uh, <laughs> late night Channel 4. I remember it. <laughs> um, well, I, well I, Jonathan Ross told me, and you must know this story, that he mm. once sat next to Princess Diana and um, she said, I'm very envious of you because you meet so many famous people. And he said, well, you know, you meet more famous. She said, oh, yeah, but I meet sort of statesmen and stuff like that. But I'd like to meet more, you know, celebrities. He said, well, who would you most like to meet? And she said, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I'm sure someone could... It was like when Lu- Lucy Pinder said to me that her ambition was to hold a chimpanzee. <laughs> I said to her, surely your agent can work, can sort that out. It's a very similar ambition <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Someone said it sounds like Frank has had a Ryan with Noel in the dim and distant past. Hashtag a problem shared. Care to share why? A grudge exists. <laughs> no, no, I don't. <laughs> a grudge? I have no... Uh, I don't have a problem with Noel, I'm sure. <laughs> the idea of you having a row with Noel. <laughs> I think it could happen. <clears throat> oh, but, it could. <laughs> but, uh, no, I think he wrote to me once, actually. Did he? Yeah. Okay. Love letter. I asked him to be on the chat show and he wrote quite a long letter. Saying he wasn't up for it? Uh, 
talking well, about no, television, it? I think. Just talking about, you know. Oh, really? In a sort of, uh, you know, we we know, don't we? Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I yeah. tell you what, though, he did a bad thing. What, Noella? Yeah, he did a thing which I cannot excuse. I'd like his calendar, Noella. I, I would as well, that'd be good. The Chris, wonder what he'd wear for December. <laughs> Big jumper? Probably. Anyway. He um, started the ironic Christmas jumper, of course. Anyway, as was you Was it ironic? Well, you're right, it wasn't when he first Don't you think? I mean, okay, hashtag a problem shared. What happened? Yeah, crinkly bottom, that's all I have to say on the comedy front. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he said, I, I could barely bring myself to repeat this, but he said, um, so in the shower, do people wear their swimming costumes or do they go in naked, he said, because I don't think the British public are ready for Mr Happy and the Twins. <laughs> he did say that. No, for a start off, if I had any sort of share in the Mr Men franchise, my <laughs> my legal people would have been in like a That's shot. A good point. What about Jedward? They'd have something to say as well. Uh, <laughs> um, this, oh Noel, please, <laughs> Mr Happy and the Twins. I think Noel is like you know the the Mandrill ape. Yes. Whose um, private parts look exactly like their faces. <laughs> so they can be attractive from both sides. <laughs> That's what I suspect. Bit of sodding. I think Noel is the type of man, I think he calls <clears throat> his part, life partner my lady. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I think I don't does. mind that, but Mr. Happy and the Twins. What did Hitler call his? A single parent? <laughs> 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 Hitler called is the exclamation mark. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. I don't feel like we've had much outside world content. Well, Roger Cook's been in touch. Oh, OK. I mean, not that cookie. No, he's on the doorstep. Readers might. Yeah, do you remember him? He was yes. the door. He made doorstepping famous. Oh, Roger Cook he used him? to get threatened and stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and hits. Yeah. Uh, no, this one is just saying he's been watching videos of your speech at the RTS Midlands Awards. Okay. Brilliant, apparently. Uh, Keep up the good work. Was this the I'll award you went that. to? This is me this medal. Is the, oh, this is your medal, yes. The bed. That's what I got, the bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we've had other outside Adrian worlds. Adrian did a lovely speech, actually. Did, did he? he? What did he do? Well, it was about my favourite subject. Oh, you? You. Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? It was really... Yeah, it was lovely. I was, I was, I was very moved by it. That's great. Adrian's spoken before you receive awards quite often. Yeah, I wonder yeah, if he's I, just he got, did. like, a boilerplate le- letter that he can just read. I've got to do Frank's award yeah, yeah. ceremony. I'll pull out speech number five. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah it's, it's, about, um, it's about time I did one for him. Nice. Oh, what a um, backhanded compliment, that yeah, one. Exactly. 848 has texted, Morning, Frank and the gang, whatever happened to celebrity shoplifters? That does seem to have gone that, away, doesn't it? That has. Who were they? It's a tricky I mean, area it was, to discuss. Is it? Ah, it's all right. Is Richard Madeley. <laughs> Not That's the convicted. Spirit, Not convicted, but I mean, okay. he was absent-minded. He was just absent-minded. He'd be in the Venn diagram. 
Yeah. Um, exonerated. Winona Ryder, wasn't Winona it? Winona Ryder. Um, I don't yeah. know if she is. Not exonerated. exonerated. <laughs> done and done. <laughs> that's, that's and that. there was the woman there of was What's My else Line. Now. What was she called? What, Lady um, Somebody. I don't know. Sarah knows. That, that ended Sarah tragically. Knows, I don't know. Anthony Worrell Thompson. Oh, Anthony Worrell Thompson. Was he, was he one? Is he still with Bottle us? Can I just say? Is he still with us? He only took a pinch of... Uh, Turmeric. <laughs> I <laughs> just want to check the saffron, still with It's us. more expensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, though. It's. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. They're not as fashionable as they were. What's the first thing you ever stole from a shop, Alan? Um, I stole, and I'm not proud of this. Mm. Uh, well, I'm not suggesting you be proud of it. Erasers that went on the top of pencils. Oh yeah, like those good choice of word. Oh, look, yes, the, thank the, you. The troll one, one of those troll ones. Yeah, I avoided the robbers for some time there. <laughs> was it? Um, it yeah, there were little sort of figury ones. I can't remember what the figure was because um, did they have long hair though? Because no, yeah, the original oh, troll. Not, I remember those. Not that. That was the first. What was the first you thing mean, you stole from a shop? Well, mine was two things. Mm. And uh, mine was actually, I think, I might have had kleptomania without realising it. I'm not over-diagnosing myself, but they were so weird. It wasn't things I could benefit from. It was a small uh, tube of glue from a hardware store in Australia. I don't like the sound of that. Mm-hmm. Well, nor do I. Why and did a, I steal it? And a plastic bag. Yeah. No, the other thing was some, really weird. It was from an off-licence. Okay. <laughs> it's from an off-licence, and it was a sort of a miniature bottle of something like Campari or something like that. I don't know why I took it. Glue and Campari, <laughs> my favourite. Yeah, these are a few of my favourite things. And of course, things. my mother made me take them back uh, to each shop and apologise, and it was a very middle-class thing to do. Yeah. Um, what about you, Frank Skinner? Mine was um, the Kinks album, <laughs> uh, Moswell Hillbillies. Oh. And I remember I, I hung my jacket out. <laughs> it's a, it was a proper vinyl album. I hung my jacket, so it was like a coat hanger. And carried it out. It must have looked. Why I thought that would not. <laughs> so the jacket was like sitting on the top of the album as I carried it out. Square-headed. No friend. one. No one stopped me. Did, did you get away with it? I did. Congratulations. And I, but we don't. I had many hours of pleasure from that album. But can we say officially yeah. that um, shoplifting is a very bad thing? Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Theft of any kind. Tune in next week to the Moral Maze. Here exactly, on yeah, where we talk about doing something and then say it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I was just reading about uh, people who have been sending from the outside world other celebrity thefts. But, oh, um, yeah. No, but then it turned out to be a joke. Yeah, oh. it's a joke, joke. Yeah, okay. We don't want jokes on no. this show. Double O seven. You know, we use the um, last three letters of uh, mm. three numbers of someone's phone number to identify the person that sent a message. Someone mm. was asking why that is. Um, oh come on! It's just easier. Um, but well, we do their names if they put their names. Yeah, we, but they don't always put their names. Well, Liz has texted, but her phone number ends in double O seven, so Brilliant. it seems wrong to not use that. Double O seven has texted. Peach Melba equals peaches, ice cream, and raspberry sauce. She's right. Okay. We were missing one of the She's three absolutely right. key ingredients. There's a drizzle of raspberry. Hmm. On the um, on the scoop. She said it's on my menu at work and popular with my old folks. I think she probably. Oh, means that's that. embarrassing that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks for that, love. What about um, 
Going back to Noel Edmonds, he said he'd been <laughs> eating worms from his garden. Is that, is that a, a joke? problem shared. Was that a joke? <laughs> I, I think he might be serious. And this is the Noel that we want on the television, yeah. the guy who eats worms in his garden. That's to get him used to... I'm a celebrity. Yeah, he got it. He got it ready. He said, "Couldn't he reach Mr. Happy?" <laughs> <laughs> he oh. said, "He said there are now <laughs> no worms in our garden, and it says in the paper he joked." But I'm, you know, I don't know for certain that we've got proof that he was well, joking. Ian has been in touch to say, "Good morning, mm. Herr Frank and Gang." Good morning. Surely Noel Edmonds can't be discussed without mentioning his belief that his deceased parents are encased in orbs floating oh, yeah. at his shoulders. That's true. So we should say, if he believes in the parental orbs at shoulder height, mm. then it's not too much of a stretch to imagine he'd eat worms. Well, I mean, the whole cosmic order, and I heard him talking about that, and he said yeah. you literally write a list of what you want and say it out loud. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then the cosmos delivers it to you. Sounds exactly. like Christmas. <laughs> even even a cardo yeah. doesn't bring you exactly what's on the list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get some sort of substitute stuff. I think there's a cosmic ordering substitutes list. Well, I mean, it just sounds. It's so. How could anything go wrong for Noel Edmonds if that's what cosmic ordering? Well, is? you say that there was an example. I think someone might have put it on Twitter this week, Frank, where. Um, he'd been interviewed by the journalist John Ronson, I believe. Oh, yes. And he'd said in the course of this interview, you know, Cosmic Ordering Works, I asked for a wonderful lady to come into my life for an uncomplicated, stress-free relationship. And three weeks later, she did. And John Ronson said, is that the one who just sold her story to the Sunday people? <laughs> and Noel Edmund said, yes. Oh, brilliant. So there you go. <laughs> so cosmic ordering, I'm just saying there's sometimes a tax to pay. Yeah, exactly. On the order. Yeah. Okay. Wow. But it's good that he uh, took it that well. <laughs> I just thought, what if, what if Noel Edmonds had ate a worm and died? <laughs> <laughs> just all those years of being like a fairly middle-of-the-road broadcaster and then going out on the most amazing worm-based finale. <laughs> What a story that would have been. I mean, you don't know for sure. I wouldn't be safe. I wouldn't feel safe eating an earthworm. I worry. Imagine them reporting it on the gym. I know. What if it went the other way? What would the headline be? What would the headline be? Eight, twelve, fifteen. If Noel Edmund um, ate a worm and died. Okay, let's uh, see how that goes. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute. Okay. Can we talk about um, Snoop Doggy? Dog. What's my name? What's my name? Keep it clean. <laughs> well, he's had he's sort of um, reinvented himself a bit, Snoop Doggy Dog. Many times, hasn't he? Hasn't he? Didn't it, he at one point reinvent himself as Snoop Lion? <laughs> well, he has, wow. he's reinvented himself that. from many. Um, Roles in his previous. Yeah. Yes. He's a man who once said. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <coughs> imagine, it, imagine if Frank passed away in the oh. mid Snoop Doggy Dog anecdote. That would be worse than worms. He once said he, he, he gave up pimping so he could spend more time <laughs> with his family. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> like the Tory MP did at the moment. Oh, I mean, we, he gives good quotes. That, he does. That I mean, he has had a, he's had a check. Sure. Uh, well, he's had a check. And I like, we should, <clears throat> well, there's much to say about Snoop Doggy Dog this morning. 
But um, I tell you what, the, the thing about you know, I used to be. Um, I don't really listen to rap now, but I used to be mega into it, if you remember. You remember my through, rap years. You went through what I call a bit of a West Coast phase. He was... Um, well, I did both the coasts. OK. But okay. he... He... She uh, meant West, gang trouble. She meant West Coast phase. Don't <laughs> want any trainers hanging. Oh. He has got... Uh, He's got a great voice for rapping. His voice sounds like some back alley in the middle of the night Mm. with steam coming up from the grid and two people talking. (laughs) It's got all that in it. I mean, he was blessed with the right voice. There was a softness which I like. He doesn't doesn't shout as much as some of the others. They're very shouty, a lot of them. Dre likes to shout. (coughs) And a lot of the time when I hear hardcore rap, I I find myself saying language, Timothy. (laughs) <laughs> Which is not in the spirit of the offering. Well, that, be, I don't that became think. a problem when my personal assistant <laughs> used to come in for a meeting and I'd have it on in the background. I'd, I'd uh, suddenly her eyes going, oh my God. Because mm-hmm. some of it was very rude. Yeah. Some yeah. of it very clever, of course. Which uh, yeah. is why Frank yeah. liked it. He's a lyrical poet. Yeah. Uh, we should say why he's in the news. Yes. He's got his star on the Walk of Fame. What, isn't outside Flair's nightclub. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've established it's not actually outside Flair's nightclub because that no longer exists. But mm. yours is. It's around, just FYI, if anyone wants to see Frank start, I'm going to say it's <laughs> about 55 Broad Street. Okay? Oh. It's about the number. Oh, that's good to know. Uh, um, Snoops is the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah. Should have had a paw print, really, let's yeah. be honest. That would have been good, huh? But he did something rather unusual. I don't know if you gentlemen saw this. What about if Noel Edmonds gets on there? It's Mr Happy and the Twin. <laughs> In cement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, carry on. <coughs> um, You're he did something, did something rather unusual, unusual at the awards ceremony. Oh, when he, he lifted his leg and urinated on a star. <laughs> <laughs> In full dog mode. He- thanked himself. He said, I want to thank me for believing in me. I want to thank me for doing this hard work. I want to thank me for having no days off. Yeah. Mm. Can you believe that <laughs> Snoop Dogg doesn't have any days off? That can't no. be. No. Right. Yeah. But you know what? I want to see his di- diary. Quincy jo- Sorry, Frank. <clears throat> no, carry on. I was going to say Quincy Jones, quite a controversial figure yeah. himself, um, he was there and he said something lovely. He said, thank you for making Doggy Style a way of life. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a lovely thing to say. It is really beautiful. nice. Yeah. He also said, um, I remember um, he that Snoop and about uh, 10 of his friends were at my house in Malibu or whatever. He said... I wasn't there at the time, but <laughs> I was okay with it. <laughs> what is that, burglary? Yeah. Or what? But anyway, I can honestly say I was quite moved by Snoop Dogg's speech. It's I mean, empowering, gen- wasn't it? Yeah. Well, also, everyone who comes gets an award, um, take the bed. Mm. Sweet. Yeah. If you were to stop and think about it, the person who you are really thinking, you know what, he did a great job, is you. Yeah. And I think he's I think he's right to thank himself. I oh, think it's yeah. one of the few genuinely sincere um acceptance speeches I've ever heard. It's great. Because at first people laughed and thought he was joking, and then they thought, Oh well. Yes. Not. He means yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, he really means this. He's genuinely thanking himself for being <laughs> Working so hard, being so good. Yeah, and all his friends. He had Dre was there, Pharrell, Warren oh, G. Whatever yeah. happened to Warren G? Regulate. Well, if he was there, that's answering its own. Wow, well, yeah. Thing. Had two appearances, and you know, 
But um, they, I think it went down well. I think people like the speech, right? Yeah, it I think I'd probably be more British and thank everyone but me. I'd be like, oh, thank you all for coming. Thank you, thank you. I mean, it's not about me. It's about you guys. I think that'd be not as good. Mm. It's, it's much better. No, I'm, uh, I wonder if it'll catch on there with people thanking themselves. We'll see if, if Noel gets king of the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, we're talking about Snoop Doggy Dog. Yeah, well, Snoop He's not Dog called that anymore, Snoop Dog. He's got all sorts. It'll always be Snoop Doggy Dog to me. To me because too. of yeah. Snoop Doggy Dog. That's yeah. my name. He uh, has released a cookbook. Have you seen this? It's called From Crook to Cook. Clever. Yes. Clever. Well, it's a lovely nice. play on words. And Scans I also well. like that he refers to himself rather sweetly as a crook. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't a Crips, I think, at one point. But, he, um, he denies that, I think. Oh, OK, OK. Does he? But he denies you're, you're quite wi- a lot You're witness. Things. How old is uh, Snoop? 47, I think. Is oh, that, I, is I'm going to say a bit older, maybe. Is that dog oh. years? Yeah, oh, I think so. lovely. But yeah, he paints himself as more of a sort of Hamburglar character. Mm-hmm. But uh, he did a show with Martha Stewart. Oh yeah, didn't he? Which is a, a sort of cookery show. The cooking OG, I think. But the co- oh yes, the co- well, some of the recipes are fabulous. Are they? Yes, I've seen some of them. He has one called. Um, well, he says no bland chicken. I believe that's what it's called. No bland chicken. Yeah, because okay. he doesn't like bland chicken apparently. Fussy. Yeah. Baby got back ribs. It's not often. Oh, nice. Baby got back ribs, Frank. It's not often they name things about what they don't want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, not salt, no salt and vinegar chips. <laughs> <laughs> Baby got back ribs. You like that? Oh, I don't, what I, am I supposed to get that as a reference? Back yeah. ribs. Baby got back. So mix a lot. Oh, I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Who did you say you did it with? Martha Stewart. Martha Stewart. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, the bit I read was that he wants to work with uh, Gordon Ramsay. He does, mm-hmm. yeah. That won't go well, will it? <laughs> you don't think? Imagine the language in that kitchen. Ooh. Ramsay and dog. That's yes. That's going to be a lot said, of bleeps on that what, television. Yeah. I worked with a big nasty this week. Oh, and yeah. And this is why I, I think... them all. <laughs> This yeah, John Logie John Bad, Big Nasty. John Logie Bad to Big Nasty. And um, God bless him, I couldn't understand most of the things he said, and I don't <laughs> think he could understand. It was like two people trying to talk through plate glass. <laughs> we, I, we could see each other's mouths moving, but we had no idea what was coming out. And I suspect Snoop Dogg and Gordon Ramsay would be a similar setup. You reckon? Yeah, I think. Well, he was you on know, the, the F word. has changed a lot. Yeah, although, I don't know, I saw him... Uh, he had cha- no idea who Mr Happy was. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I seem to remember David Dickinson of... Um, oh, yeah. Bargain Hunt fame. David Dickinson. He, he did um, the jungle, didn't he? He had a, a character in his house called Mr Happy. Some well, now I'm seeing that in a whole new light. Strange figure that he'd bought that he said <laughs> that I'd always bought him. It could have been Mr. Lucky, actually. Oh, maybe. Oh, man. It's... <laughs> Yesterday, when I was young, <laughs> so many, many songs were waiting to be sung. This has gone a bit. Um, well, get a robot, absolute. <laughs> my advice. 
Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Um, Snoop Dogg has uh, declared himself a big fan of the Sunday roast, the UK yeah. dish. Yeah. That's, that's one of the reasons he wants to work with Gordon Ramsay, to yeah. be taught how to do a, a great Sunday roast. I don't think I'd trust a Snoop Dogg. Do you imagine... He wants to open his restaurant, it's going to be fabulous. But imagine you have the stuffing and then you have an enormous <laughs> laughing fit about halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that bloke grew a giant marrow somewhere in the north of England? He's contacted by Snoop Dogg out the blue. Oh, was he? Because he was growing stuff in his greenhouse and he wanted to know if he could get it bigger. Well, in his recipe book, From Crook to Cook, uh -huh. he does suggest his brownies recipe. I he does say He does suggest a sprinkle of snoops, herbs and spices. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Well, so, what about this restaurant idea then? Well, yeah, well, he's on about opening a celebrity yeah. restaurant. So, I, obviously, this is my... <laughs> My joy is to come up with names for things. I like mean, this. Like Frank, this is a great moment for you. Like, you should, like just, just sweet. Yeah, so exactly. come on, I'm assuming you've gone down the dog road. Well, you can. I mean, there's a couple of obvious uh, dog food. Oh, dog oh, yeah. food, good. And um, did you go doggy bag? No, that's okay, not bad. Thank though. you. I went uh, for <laughs> depending on different times of the day. You could yeah. change. Dog's dinner and dog's breakfast. Oh, I Lovely. thought a dog's diner. So oh, that's like really fun on the dog's dinner. What is this? A countdown? If yeah. He, if oh, I had that as well, dog's breakfast. Yeah, if, no, he, if he specialised in soup, yeah. he yeah. could just be called soup dog. Soup dog. You know what? I love that idea. The trouble is, though, Frank, with a lot of your restaurant names, mm -hmm. you you do get yourself into problems with the menu restrictions. Yeah, well, and that's you had true. this with your sweets. Um, yeah, yeah you can, you couldn't it's a great name. There there is a a I have seen places that just sell soup, though. Yeah, yeah. They so do we're going down the, the places dog. that business. So when I was homeless, I used to go to them quite a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I, it was my favourite. My, my, for me, the jewel Go in the on. crown. Uh, dog in the manger. <laughs> I think that might be the winner. <laughs> Come on, top end. I, Absolutely. You, oh, hey? I mean, a that, robot couldn't have come up with it. Who would you like to thank? Who would you like to thank? I'd like to thank. I'd like to thank me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, and all the hard work you've done. Yeah, but I think dog food probably is the most basic, simple. Thing. Yeah, but yeah, would it put people sure. off? I, just, I think I prefer something like the the dog bowl. I don't know dog food. I think I think the dog in the manger is the one. Mm. The trouble dog is, breath. Mm, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. No, okay. The trouble is that people wouldn't wouldn't get the pronunciation on manger. Manger. So mm. they think, oh, it's called dog in the manger. Well, that's how I just said it. Although, of course, you do eat from a manger. That's what I mean. You could still... It could still, work. You could still get away with it. Okay. No. I don't know getting so anxious about it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. We've had some Snoop Dogg restaurant suggestions. Oh, yeah. Trinity Croydon alumni suggests Snoop 
Kitchen. Oh, we've had Snoop Kitchen from other sources yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Snoop Kitchen is very popular. And then Ada suggested, hi Frank, how about doggy treats? <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <clears throat> there's another Snoop Kitchen. Oh, there's a lot of Snoop Kitchens coming in. I'm thinking I might, um, I might have Christmas lunch today. That'll be my second one of the year so far. Oh, okay. That's a good, that's a good start. Got, I like to get, I like to have at least, say, eight. Eight? In a year. Good for you. So I started early. So where, where did you have your Christmas lunch so far? Uh, well, I had, I had one at um, the Freemasons pub in... Uh, oh, didn't know you cared. In Hampstead. Didn't know you were uh, one of them. No, it's, it's not. It, there's no handshakes. Okay. But I tell you what they, they did. It was on a, a thin rectangular plate, oh. and the, and the food was in a so there's like turkey at one end, and then next to it there's roast potato. It's it was in a it was like eating in single file, like a queue. <laughs> it was a oh, queue. Yes. The food's queuing. Yeah. So you had to kind of decide. I felt I had to start at one end and work my and way, your way through down. Yeah. And I had to, I was stuffed after that because I tend to judge how much food's on a plate based on a circular plate. Right. Whereas when you see it in a line, it's really hard to estimate how much yeah, there how is. how full you're going to be. Well, I there's mean, no integration either with it, the food. It looked like it was designed for Scooby-Doo <laughs> to eat it. Like to pull the plate off and then just scrape it straight what off. What did you do with the gravy situ? Because obviously, I mean, did you go well, that to Peach it, Melba with the raspberry? That was, was in a line. In a glass that you had oh. to gulp down. <laughs> no, that was in a, in a, in a, a line, line in, a, in a jog. No, it was, the jog was in the queue. <laughs> In the queue for right. the rest of the thing. But I ate a lot. Extraordinary. If all the food I ate that lunchtime had been laid into it, oh, it was. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I've never... I'm, it's, it's the no, strangest I'm not thing. sure how I feel about that, because what happens if you want a bit of something with a bit of something else? Like, it's great. A little something-something, you suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> if I was eating through a cat flap, I'd have been glad of it. Yeah. Well, that's but, what they're um, going to have at Snoop's restaurant. Anyway, um... Thank you so much for listening this morning. Um, look, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Be seeing you. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.